man. I don't know where to start with this basketball team. Um, this team is so good and so frustrating and bad at times that it is hard to say how good is the Tennessee Volunteer Men's Basketball Team. You see spurts. You see different uh, lineups. You see things that make you hopeful for what's coming in the next few weeks in the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. But then you lay an egg in Rupp Arena on Saturday afternoon and lose to Kentucky again. I don't like it, but it's the Monday rundown, y'all, and we got to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it. Your boy Ruck in the building. I'm rolling solo this morning on this Monday rundown. A lot to, to discuss and a lot to diagnose with this team. What is the problem? I've got some interesting takes. i got some interesting thoughts. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say as well. Please, please, today, put in the comments all your frustrations, all your, all your questions, we want to answer them, man. Today is Monday Rundown, and we want to know how you feel. Uh, the baseball team loses their first game, but they also get their first win over the weekend as well. Man, it's Monday, y'all, but the, the, the spirits is up. We got to stay up because you know what it is. It's straight up Tennessee Bay B. Everybody, welcome to Straight Up Tennessee today on this Monday morning, man. Tennessee basketball takes an L on Saturday to the Kentucky Wildcats, not for the first time, but for the second time this year. And they lose to Kentucky 66-54 in Rupp Arena, man. Uh, we'll talk all about that, but also Vols baseball takes their L this weekend. Just an interesting weekend, man, I feel like, in the life of Tennessee. Hard weekend, man, but... It's Monday and it's a new week. We got a new week for baseball. We got a new week for basketball. We got a lot to look forward to within the next couple weeks and the next couple of days. So it's your boy Ruck in the building. My man Turner is out today, uh, but I'm in this thing going solo. You know what we got to do. It's the top of the show. Like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you never miss a show. You never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, man, we're glad that you're here. Continue to listen to this thing. Rate it five stars. Give it a comment. Um, it just helps with the algorithm, y'all. It helps push this thing deeper and deeper and deeper. But it definitely helps a lot. Um, in the Apple podcast world, but specifically here on YouTube, man, keep commenting, keep sharing, get your people to uh, get people, you know, that would love this show to, to start watching this thing, man. We're on our way to 530 subscribers, pushing 550. Our goal is a thousand subs before football season this year. So uh, help us make that happen, man. We'll do a massive giveaway. Uh, we will give away 10 straight up Tennessee T-shirts when we hit a thousand subscribers. And we, we hope to do tailgates this fall at our parking garage and have you guys come hang out with us, cook some burgers, cook some ribs. Uh, man, it's just going to be a great football season. But we want to give back 
to our team and to our people, man, that love watching this. So when we hit a thousand subscribers, we are going to do a giveaway for 10 straight up Tennessee T-shirts, man. We got some crazy stuff cooking up for this fall and uh, we want to let you guys rock that straight up Tennessee merch, baby. So. Uh, Got to give a major shout out right now as well to Whitehead Auto Sales, man. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Andy, Nick, the entire team over there. They are getting ready to actually open up their second location in South Knoxville. But for now, they're at South Hall Road there in Alco in Blunt County. Go ahead and reach out to them, man. If you're in the car, I mean, it's tax season. What are we doing? It's tax season. Go ahead. Uh, don't spend your money on something crazy, man. Go get you a reliable vehicle with a great condition report. That is what they do. They take care of people and they will take care of you. Don't believe me? Head over to whiteheadautosales.com. Click their financing tab. Go ahead and get approved before you even step on the lot, man. They will take great care of you. I've got two vehicles from them, so I can attest. It's the only way that uh, the Ruckers will be buying a car is through Whitehead auto sales thank you guys for loving and supporting this podcast man so oh guys we got to talk about it and i don't want to but um tennessee loses to kentucky on saturday afternoon uh i i have to just read one stat that stood i think everybody knows exactly where i'm heading with this but the one stat that is so mind-boggling to me uh, and I have to let you know right now, the starting five again was Ziegler, Vescovy, Meshek, Adu, and Kamwa. Um, but the, 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 the thing that killed us in this game, again, Tennessee loses by 12. Um, let me just tell you right now that the free throw numbers were hideous. When I say hideous, team, I mean Tennessee was 4 of 14. 4 of 14 from the free throw line. Jamon Meshack was one for five. You're, we're not going to win that way, y'all. That's 10 points. Does that still have us losing by two? Yes, but in a game where you shoot 20. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You shoot 37%. Kentucky shoots 44%. You shoot 22% from downtown, and you shoot 28.6% from the free throw line. Who are we going to beat? Somebody tell me who we are going to beat. Tyreek Key, zero points. 0 of 5. I got to show love right now to Jamon Meshack and Santiago Vescovi. They are the only two guys that showed up on Saturday. Vescovi was a walking bucket. Yes, he only had 17, but I mean, I'm I believe that he was the high scorer in the entire game. So when, when you talk about this and you think about what happened Saturday, Santiago Vescovi was the best player on the floor. I mean, he got to the rim. He shot the three ball well. Yeah, he was three for eight from three, but he hit big threes when we needed him to. He made plays in the paint. He made he, he got space on the floor, made the floor feel much bigger than it was because he was just attacking, attacking, attacking. He didn't take no for an answer. Um, he was getting to the rim, not just settling for jump shots, if he's going to continue to be that aggressive, I mean, maybe that's the spark we need. Um, Josiah James, jo Julian Phillips, they both do not play again on Saturday. Um, but Kentucky didn't have Xavier Wheeler or C.J. Frederick. And so it shouldn't have mattered. Tennessee played great on uh, Wednesday night and beat Alabama. And then they go to Kentucky and lay an egg. Um, I told you I had a couple of hot takes. The first thing I want to settle right now is I need all of us 
And I mean everyone who listens to this podcast, everyone who is a Tennessee fan of, of all sports. It doesn't matter. Basketball, football, baseball, whatever it is. Everybody, please listen right now. Just turn this up right now. We are not firing Rick Barnes. Why? What is the point in firing Rick Barnes? He has done a complete 360 to this program. Yes, what has happened in the last few years is that we have gotten highly touted recruits. We've got five stars in Keon Johnson and Jaden Springer. We've seen Kennedy Chandler come through the University of Tennessee. Now we have Julian Phillips, who was another highly touted five-star, but he's not living up to the hype that we thought he would bring into this lineup and into this university. So you, you fast forward to now, but you rewind to when Rick Bartz came in. Rick Barnes coached Robert Hubbs. Rich ba Rick Barnes coached Kevin Punter one year. Rick Barnes coached Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield and Jordan Bowden and Jordan Bone and Kyle Alexander. You, you see what I'm saying? You did not know these guys until Rick Barnes put them in the University of Tennessee system. Rick Barnes is a system coach. We have gotten better in the recruiting trail. I think that's due to the assistant coaching and just the pedigree of this program. We have grown to be a top 10 best program every single year in the last three to four or five years. We are pissed off in different moments in the season because we know how good we are and how good we should be, right? How can we say it's time to fire Barnes? We understand, hey, hasn't gotten past the first two rounds. We've had great teams. He hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. I understand. But do you think firing him and going a completely different route and not maybe not even getting a, a highly, uh, um, a highly uh, I guess, I don't even know the word I'm thinking about, but not getting a high-level coach after Barnes leaves, like, what are we thinking? Rick Barnes had the opportunity to go to UCLA a few years ago, but chose to stay at Tennessee. Everybody was losing their minds so happy about it. And now we're like, fire Barnes. Come on, people. Chill out. Like, just chill. Listen, we have better recruits because of where we've been. But I think we, at, we have to find a way to return to development of those three-star of those 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 four star guys, um, I'm excited for Freddie Dillon. I think that he and DJ Jefferson next year are going to bring the guard play that we are we just don't have this year. I know you're like, but we got Ziegler, we got Vescovy. I understand, but these these guys are not. Uh, <laughs> let, I have to choose the way I say this because you could take this the wrong way, what wrong way. But follow me for a second. DJ Jefferson and Freddie Dillon or DeLone, however he says his last name. These are not your traditional guards. These are your athletic, defensive sound. They can score the ball at all three levels. These guys are athletes. Santiago Vescovi is a fundamental overseas European type player um, who is not athletic. Let's just say what it is. But he can get to his shot um, and he can get his when he needs it. Zakai Ziegler is very athletic. He's just 5'9". DJ Jefferson, 6'4". Freddie, 6'4". These are guys that are coming in next year 
with a year of experience just learning the college game, learning the college practice life, learning the college routine of being a student athlete, they are going to be ready to play in 2023-24. Trust me. And that is going to change everything for this university. I think the development side of Coach Barnes's tenure here at Tennessee has been the thing that we have missed the last three years. Because after Bone and Bowden and Admiral and Grant Williams and Kyle Alexander, Lamonte Turner, when that team transitioned in 2020, we got Keon and Jaden. They left after one year. You get Kennedy Chandler last year for one year. He's gone. Julian Phillips cannot leave this year. I don't think he's ready. So, I mean, past Julian Phillips, I mean, obviously your senior class, Euros, um, you're going to have guys like that transition away. But Euros, Josiah, um, Santi. But when you look at this team, I'm not quite sure you can say next year this won't be a completely revamped team because it will. And I'm excited to see what happens inside that locker room, what happens inside um, just the program as a whole, man. I think there's a lot of still great recruits out there that uh, Coach Barnes is going after. And I think that as we continue to see the development of these guys who are not on the floor right now, did not expect, did not expect Tobey Awaka to make such a – a splash in the lineup over these last few weeks. However, he is becoming, honestly, he's becoming a a, a part of the, the the main rotation, I feel like, of this team. And without Tobey Awaka, I'm not quite sure we can say we would be where we are. He's doing such a great job coming off the bench, doing what he's supposed to do, knowing his assignments, knowing where he's supposed to be, rebounding the basketball. Sure, does he need to work on his touch around the rim? They all do, man. We can't hit a, a dang layup to save our lives. <sighs> I say all of that to say this, y'all, and I'm going to move on to baseball, and we're going to wrap up the Monday rundown. But we got to figure out which Tennessee team we're going to take to the SEC tournament and which Tennessee team we're going to take to the NCAA tournament, man. Um, if we don't figure this out, man, I know I said February 1st, we needed to have this all figured out. Guys, we don't have it figured out, okay? We don't have it figured out, and we're just praying that we figure this thing out in the next few weeks because in two weeks, um, it's do or die. Um, you can get in the SEC tournament and lose. You're obviously still going to make the tournament based off of RPI, based off of the teams you beat. You beat Kansas. You beat Texas. You beat Alabama. You're getting in the tournament. But what are we going to do when we get there? So uh, this is a great time to thank the family over at Tennessee Sporting Goods, man. Thank you guys so much for how you love us, man. You support this podcast so well. They're actually going to be a part of giving away those 10 free straight-up Tennessee shirts when we hit 1,000 subscribers. Let's just do it, man. Go ahead and share this thing. Hit the like button, hit the comment, uh, and hit us up, man. Let us know who needs to be watching this, <laughs> who needs to get their scoop on Tennessee um, from the straight-up Tennessee family. So, uh, But Tennessee Sporting Goods, man, we thank you guys so much for what you do. Hit them up, man. If you're in the market for sports uniforms, hats, T-shirts, letterman's jackets, accessories, you name it, they can do it for you. Hit them up at 865-688-5454. The baseball team. 
loses their season opener, man, to Arizona three to one. However, um, they they fall again uh, at Grand Canyon, so they really lose, I guess, their first two games back to back. But they do get a win today uh, or yesterday. So uh, in those two games, you, you just see a lot of ironing the kinks out. It's a new team, man. I, I don't think that people understand that baseball is a lot like basketball and stuff. There's camaraderie, there's consistency, there's cohesiveness that has to come from learning your team. Yes, you are. When you get up to bat, it's you versus the pitcher, but you still have to know your guys and know strategically. All right, I've got this guy batting up after me. I need to do X, Y, Z in order to get on base so that he can honestly just bring me home. But Tennessee loses to Grand Canyon. Um, I think the final score was four to three. You know, we're not hitting the ball well early this year. Um, just a lot of a lot of little mistakes, a lot of things that we just need to clean up, man. Um, Tony V is gonna be fine. Like, I don't understand why people are upset, why people are scared. Bro, they're going to be fine, okay? Like we always will be fine. Tony V is at the uh, at the helm. We are going to just be fine. Right now, it's ugly and it's not what we want it to be. Blah blah blah. Tony V is going to get those guys ready to play, and they're going to start playing well soon. I think. I don't think it's going to be one of those drawn out. Uh, I hope we start to play good. No, they're they're going to start playing good soon, and uh, it's just going to take some time. So keep it up, uh, Tony. Keep doing what you're doing over there at uh, Lindsey Nelson. And um, we're going to ha- continue to support you, man. Um, so, whoo, y'all, it's the Monday rundown, man. I told you it wasn't going to be a uh, super long show, but had to make sure that you, you got what you needed. So Tennessee has a game Tuesday on the road at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is playing great, man. <laughs> like it, it's a it's the SEC is solid, man. It's not another conference now where you got three teams, man. Like everybody, you can get beat any given night. So, um, yeah, Tennessee has Texas A&M on the road on Tuesday, and then Saturday they get to welcome South Carolina into Thompson Bowling Arena. Um, we should win two games this week, y'all. Get to twenty-two and seven, and really kind of get to that twenty-four mark before we hit that SEC tournament. Um, looks like right now we might end as a three or four seed in the SEC. So we're going to be playing on day two probably. It's going to be a tough tournament. I really feel like it. it's going to be a tough tournament this year because it just depends on who's hot, who is hot at the right time during this tournament. So thank you guys so much for rocking with us today on the Monday Rundown. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We will see you back on the midweek chat. A midweek chat, a midweek chat, a midweek chat, a for my boy Turner who wasn't with me today, bro. We love you. We will see you back on Wednesday. Y'all already know what it is. It's straight up Tennessee, baby. We'll see you on Wednesday. Peace.